Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Respected listeners, we welcome Hazrat Mulana Riyaz Lambada. How is everything on your side, Mulana Riyaz? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alam in kulli hal. There must have been good rain in the deer recently. Yeah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. We've had uh, uh, beautiful rains in the past few days. Yes, yes, alhamdulillah. MashaAllah. Alhamdulillah. I guess we don't have a white Christmas, so we get a wet Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> over the past few days in this so-called... I like how Mufti A.K. Saab mentions the animal season. So instead of festive season, I'm sure, and I, you can confirm these facts, is there a rise in the, the consumption of this, these drugs and alcohol? Yes, absolutely, most definitely. Um, ourselves, we like to call it the silly season. Because uh, people get up to such silly things. Yes, I mean, actually, I made a mistake. Mufti A.K. Sahib calls it actually the silly season. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely, the silly mm. season. Mm. And, uh, well, in our line of job, uh, of work, we, uh, do the, we're still doing the postmortems, you know. Um, I suppose that uh, this has become the norm now that it's, it's a festive kind of season. It's a party atmosphere. Um, it's associated with all the types of year-end parties, Christmas parties, matric parties, farewell parties. And, um, you know, uh, even the unsuspecting, maybe just joining the corporate world, now there's a year-end function at the place, and many are even introduced to alcohol at these, mm-hmm. trying to fit in. The whole year you've been working with these people, your colleagues, and now they just, oh, just one. You don't drink at all. So many <laughs> are, we have had uh, in the past, where many are introduced to uh, alcohol, etc. these parties. It's the beginning of it. As we say, alcohol, um, weed, etc. these are like what we call gateway drugs. Um, in fact, today... Uh, there are so many Muslim girls, boys, who alcohol is not even mentioned. Hmm. They would come to us with a drug problem for cocaine or for crystal meth, etc. And maybe in the second or third session, um, you would mention something that, you know, I on my way home, I, so I just picked up a six-pack, and you're like, whoa, 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 hmm. six-pack of beers? Gee, you, you, you didn't mention the alcohol. No, 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 that's not a problem. That's just social drinking. So it's quite accepted. It's it's the amount of people that actually are consuming alcohol in the Muslim uh, youth, mm. and uh, not even just youth, but uh, this is startling. And the thing is that it's not even seen as wrong. It's like taken like cigarette smoking now, you know. Uh, mm. And yeah, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> so this um, what I've seen or what I've noticed from previous times. You would get people, I don't know if it, that's good or bad, but it doesn't make a difference because alcohol and, and as we mentioned previously, it's both the same. Whatever intoxicates you, it falls under the same category. But previously, um, people had this, they had this, this, uh, in, uh, this inclination towards alcohol. And they would say that, no, alcohol is, that's now bad. We stay away from that. But then weed, no, yeah, that's fine. And this other drugs, no, that's fine. 
but alcohol so how did this eventually evolve to be like normal everything is normal now i i suppose well this is this is the whole advertise advertising campaign etc uh probably with the ban of of tobacco products uh which they can't advertise i mean uh, i think the alcohol uh, advertisements has just gone up tremendously um um you know i believe guys they sit and watch football but it's it's just peppered surrounded by alcohol adverts etc hmm. the way it's glorified it's uh, yes. obviously hmm. because alcohol is not demonized from hmm. the western world it's in fact it's, yes it's, it's encouraged it's it's a socially acceptable thing um so i suppose it has been desensitized um number two is that you know uh, i think back in the day people they had just much more consciousness um uh, you know i i would know uh, a gentleman um we had, on on route to masjid was a bottle store and uh, we had to pass this to walk to the masjid and there was one of my neighbors who he would refuse to walk on that side of the road he would cross the road <laughs> walk on that side and then recross again back the side to just so that he doesn't pass the bottle store Mm. Uh, amazingly enough, um, this is now totally desensitized. Um, you know, people, it just, it's just, it's a culture that's being portrayed, um, uh, you know, on, 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 uh, on all types of media platforms. And, uh, mm. this is what the youth and the young mind is just accepted now. Mm. Um, you know, the age old saying, you say a lie, uh, enough times it becomes a truth to you as well. So, mm. uh, yeah. I suppose this is the onslaught, and that's why um, our effort has to be doubled to reconscientize mm. these minds. Yes, and, and you could see exactly what you said now. I'm just thinking the IDF terrorists, Mufti A.K. Saab calls them the Israeli uh, diarrhea forces, IDF. So these people, for them to fight so willingly and we've seen South African soldiers also flying down to Israel and now they they seek to put pressure upon them uh, I read the article the other day but it's not really any pressure it's just if you read in between the lines that's what you've got to do to all these articles you'll find the truth comes out so they said um, they condemn it and all of this here but in between they said any soldier who goes to fight without first applying they will be taken to task so you have to just apply, and then the result, they'll decide. So it boils down to the same thing. But I'm saying for, for them to fight so willingly, they have to be indoctrinated with, with false facts. As you mentioned, that you have to tell a lie so much that it becomes the truth. So they actually believe what they are doing, and you get this chief rabbi in South Africa, chief of Zionism Federation, Warren Goldstein, he also says that, you know, this is our land, and this belongs to us. And he calls Hamas an evil foe, and they must be wiped off. All these th things can be found where he's mentioned it at the conference or the meeting that they had at the Zionist Federation. So this is what it is. You believe that this is 100%. And I guess when you're taking that drug, that ecstasy, that uh, you can tell us all of the drugs that are available, you actually believe that this is the height of enjoyment and there's no better than this. And what Nabi Karim وسلم, said, that this world, it's a, it is a prison for the believer. 
And for the kuffar, this is enjoyment. This is total. It's a jannah for them. So this Muslim reaches the level of kuffar. And that is why if you pass away in that state, it's so dangerous. Because you are engrossed, engaged, and you've lost your principles. You've lost yourself, your identity. All these drugs, it makes you believe that you are something. And you are totally invincible, I would imagine. And this then leads to so many other drugs where Rasul Wasallam said um, that uh, with regards to khamar, al-khamru jumma'u al-ithmi, that khamar is the collection of sins. And I just read, yes, one of these articles today. Imagine, Mulana, 12,500 babies born to school children. 12,000, not even in the entire South Africa, just in the Eastern Cape, in one year, in a record of one year, 12,500 children born to school-going children. Yes, and this is, they said 500 of them is 14 years of age. So this raises a question back to them to say that they have a problem with us because we say that uh, uh, um, Rasul it's proven he got married to Hazrat Aisha radiallahu anha at a young age so they point fingers at us which is something Nikah is totally pure and it's not involved in all of this illegitimate children and all of this something pure that they reject but this that goes on all this that's perfectly fine they are double standards and this all comes about from where we've seen in our schools when we were in school People were rolling joints. All of this was in front of us. Not to say it wasn't. It was there. And these were prob probably once upon a time prominent schools. And it was all there. So this all leads to all this other sins that we are seeing. Yes, absolutely. Um, um, like you so uh, rightfully pointed out, Fasadaka Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Islam is one. This is, for example, we were talking about alcohol, Ummul Khabaiz. This is the mother of all evils. And uh, what the intoxicated state. You see, this is, uh, as you mentioned, they they would want that it would, it would uh, just serve their agenda to have people, you know, in, in, in intoxicated, to have them in uh, no rational thought, in a, in a, in a zombatized, uh, <laughs> you know, drunken stupor. So that... Uh, Everything is, whatever is dished out to them, all this, uh, you know, um, lies, all the, the, the false narrative, this becomes palatable because the mind is already so soaked in all of these things that, um, yes, um, and this is why the age-old message we're giving that if you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. So if you don't have your 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 grounding, Monasab, uh, you said a beautiful thing. Uh, this is something which we need to keep in front of us as as a warning, as a as a as a deterrent. That uh, think to yourself that uh, the person while he is drinking, he cannot be a mu'min while he's getting drunk. Understand? If he's lying while he's busy lying, that act is not the mu'min at that moment in time. If he's stealing, then he's not. So what we are, you, you, you conscientize yourself, you make yourself more fearful of the fact that you are throwing out iman each time. And what if it does not come back? Mm. You understand? Yes, when you are making toba of the sun, the iman comes back to you. But this is a deterrent for the young mind to understand that this is not simple things. Mm. When you are doing these acts, obviously you are not in the state of iman. 
Mm. Iman is not something that just, mm. uh, you know, uh, a creed that you learn. Mm. It has to penetrate the heart in such a way that the lungs automatically respond in the obedience of Allah. Then you understand that this is Iman. But other than that, uh, understand it's something that's in the hand, it's not in the heart. Mm. So the slightest stumble, it falls out of the hand. And this is this is what we need to obviously conscientize our youth with because, uh, you know, in the name of this little party, but tomorrow I'll be fine. Uh, Ramadan time, these, these youngsters, they they have bad, bad Ramadans. They don't fast, they don't ask him. But mm-hmm. when you were here before and we were motivating you, you were getting ready. This is Ramadan. She says, yeah, but the last weekend I decided to have a last blast before the fast. Mm-hmm. Well, he blasted himself so hard that he reached the last 10 days and then realized this is the month mm-hmm. of Ramadan. So that chapter, that uh, effect of that uh, little binge or weekend party that he had uh, took him three weeks to come out of it. Mm. So understand, this is the lasting effects on the soul, on the heart, on the mind. And uh, well, yeah. our message, I guess, is loud and clear. Prevention is better than cure. 100%. Don't even go there, you know, mm. instead of trying and then uh, wanting to come out from the net because believe you me it's a net that really grabs you mm. Allah protect us amen, amen. and I guess the slogan is always with regards to the drugs and alcohol it's always the satanic slogan just one more time how do you what advice do you give people to when they say just one more time well I guess there's no last time um, with these drugs, you know, that's why, uh, for example, heroin, etc., they call it chasing the dragon, because you're trying to get that same high, but each time you're going to feel fall short of it. Mm. So you're never going to have that same one as the first one effect it had on your brain. And that's why you keep chasing it, keep chasing it. But it's a dragon, it's consuming you. So this is something that it's a fool's world. We live in the age of deception. Uh, we are nearing the Dajjalic era, the great deceiver himself. So understand that you need to hold on to what you know is the truth and what is haq and what is real. Yes, this, mm. this is what needs to come into the heart that we understand and we firmly believe that Allah is real. What Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa guidance and teaching, this is real. The Jannah is real. The Naab is real. The Sirat is real. The Qiyamah is real, and when those things come into the heart, that's when we understand. Mm. So we don't just fall for temporary little fool's paradise, as you said. Beautiful hadith, dunya sijrul mu'min wa jannatul kafir. So in their jannah, in their enjoying, yeah, because after that, there is problem for them, khalidina fiha abada. So uh, if you are following them, you're going to follow them right down the level's hole, as Nabi Karim sallallahu said. And sometimes the hole is so deep that the way back up is very, very difficult one, mm. if at all, you know. Mm. Um, the drug-induced psychosis, the damage on the brain, on the, on the, on the spiritual self, on the soul, on the heart, this is mm. amazing. So obviously, um, especially in these types of times when... Uh, you know, you're encouraged to party and to let down the hair and to just let loose. Uh, this is a time to just be absolutely more conscious 
Mm. Remember the price you're going to pay for this little binge or little party, and mm. it could be absolutely fatal. Um, Marasab, this also comes to mind now that I just, as we were speaking now, I was thinking about this, that actually who suffers the most, it is the parents, because the parents' pride is the children. And the parents' investment is the children. That's why Rasul Salaam said the best thing you can leave behind is a pious boy, a pious son, a pious child. Because that child is going to do good deeds. And when you raised, when they, oh, everyone's raised, that child will be raised upon the father's name. And of course, the mother has also a good share in that because she is the powerhouse for the entire house. But nowadays also the mothers are running out and they are doing this. They are doing the drugs. I just, you know, I just share this with you now. Someone told me this now. My, my family shared this with me. They said this one mother, so they, mashallah, they are doing good work because they go and they adopt children. So, especially from homes where this drugs are ex ex extremely um, common in, and the parents, they don't care for the child. And so they, they took this baby in. And African baby. For our Muslim people, Indians, they took a African child and a baby, and they said for few weeks, for few weeks, this child didn't eat, this child didn't do nothing because of the effect of the drugs that the mother was on. And they were getting, because this child is losing weight, and they were shocked totally. They didn't know what to do. And they were actually thinking now... This baby is going to die on our hands and this is going to be a bigger tragedy on us because we wanted to rescue the child. So I don't know, they took the baby somewhere and they were making a lot of dua and they said it, they made so much of dua and the duas of the pious people and everything. This baby started to vomit and it vomited so much. It was one way vomiting and after that, the baby came right. It's, so they said, it's as if though, this baby vomited out all the drugs of the mother that she what that was induced in this child. So this is the kind of situation that we're facing. And I'm saying that this is a rare case and it was to do with non-Muslims. This baby, the real parents, was non-Muslims. So Molana uh, Sab actually just to add in it's not so rare. We've had many cases like these. Um, we have young girls who come for counseling with little children. The child doesn't stop crying. Um, mm. um, a two-hour session, that child continues crying continuously. It's, it, it's, it's totally impossible for you to try and counsel the girl. We had called in uh, doctors in the past, Marum, uh, Dr. Akil, etc., intensively. And, uh, you know, he would find this time and time again. And he would come back and question the girl. You were using drugs when you conceived this child, yes. And mm. you used drugs through your pregnancy, yes, your confinement. And you were still using drugs while you breastfeeding this child, yes, yes. Well, that's the only thing physically wrong. There's physically, there's nothing wrong with this child. This child needs to eat. Mm. And then she would agree that if I do use now and breastfeed the child, the child is calm for mm. a few hours. In that, in so that. understand that they're born addicted already. Sure. What chance have we given that child? Mm. Because the mother's got so much of these drugs in her body, it's coming through her bloodstream. The child is being fed with the same uh, uh, chemicals, you know. 
And uh, but Alhamdulillah, yes, in the infines, Allah is most merciful. Mm. So they detox them. They, in this particular case, the parents here, these people have adopted, trying to give the child. A, the child, children are born masum. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala it, it, it creates them pure and, and 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 beautiful. The parents obviously lead them towards the path. However, in this case, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala see nature itself that the child probably vomited out all these toxins, detoxified itself. Mm. So, but this is this is something that is very very. Uh, um, I mean, we have we have young girls that are coming. They mm. they haven't even seen twenty five years, and they probably have through three children from three different men, mm. pregnant for a fourth time. Uh, the nanny or the daddy is probably looking after these children. They just partying, mm. and men are users. They obviously use the the girl because you know, and yes. then the moment she's pregnant, well, mm. they disappear because it was just for a good time in a party. So this is hundred uh, percent. This is where it's at. Wallahi, mm. um, it's sad, sad situation uh, that we have come to this. Um, young mothers. In fact, they are sometimes both parents using together. Mm. And the children is, I, I've had young 13, 14-year-olds smoking weed. Uh, where did you learn to smoke the weed? No, my father smokes outside. He nups, he leaves it on the windowsill. So when he's gone, <laughs> I take his, uh, you know, half-smoke and spliff. Mm. So... <laughs> Allah, Allah save us. Uh, we are in uh, in the last of times. The challenges are only going to get more. And uh, this is why I say that we need to, with our children, etc. Uh, we need to really introduce them to Allah and His Rasul with love, with, you know, give them a sense of identity, proud of understanding that the greatest gift a man could ever possibly wish for in this world, that is Iman, and more importantly, is to be able to leave this world with that Iman. Inshallah. Brother, just before we leave you, actually what my question was, and it was actually for solace for those sincere parents, not the ones who are on doing the drugs, and I was saying that they actually are the ones that suffer the most because they are sober, and the children, they are parting. So the parents, they are seeing all of this and they are having sleepless nights because they are children and then you get all the after effects of the child stealing in the house, the microwaves, this, that, the other. In 30 seconds, Mulana, what message, solace can you give to these parents? Look, number one is that uh, I don't suppose uh, we can make a general rule that if the children... Uh, you know, fall victim to all of these temptations that it can be a, a reflection on the parents alone. I think that the environment outside is such. Um, I don't think there's one extended family where there's not one drug addict. So the parents, number one, shouldn't uh, take it as a reflection that what have I done wrong. Um, understand that this is a test of the times. This is a scourge that we are going through. Um, however, understand that the the, more, the greatest weapon that a parent has is du'a. Uh, a parent's du'a, even in the absence of their child, this is uh, most uh, accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, for those of us who have lost our parents, Wallahi the day you, your mother or your, or your father, rahimullah, leaves this world, you feel... Uh, 
that closure of that door of mm. dua, parents' duas for their children. So continue, continue to make dua for them. Allah is Muqalib, is the owner of the heart. Continue to beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to change their hearts, to bring them back. Um, the efforts, obviously, conscientize yourself in understanding and knowing, and maybe you can pick it up at earlier stages, understand. Um, if if it does happen, uh, this is not the end of the world, uh, this guy is. But the fact that he got caught, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given a chance. There are ways, there are main, uh, you know, efforts of trying to bring them back, etc., to retard it. So, uh, number one, don't self-reflect. Don't be going to a depression that this is all my fault. Uh, many, many homes are breaking up because the father blames the mother, the mother blames the father. And uh, they look at it as, you know, their own uh, shortcomings, their own failures. Uh, the child takes advantage of that, of the turmoil in the house and just exploits and all of them, you know, manipulates them both. So... Um, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, save us in our children. Let's try to become practical examples. Let's live a life of purity and of goodness. So uh, when we want, we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our children, our spouses, a coolness of our eyes. Nabi Salaam has taught us to add, وَجَعَلْنَا لِلْمُتَّقِينَ imama. So uh, we have to become the imams if we want a family of muttaqeen and pious. We have to become the imams of those muttaqeen. We have to lead by example. Let's love beautiful lives, inshallah, especially in this time that, uh, you know, no double standards and hypocrisy coming down to our children where we say one thing with, one, with the mouth and our actions belie that totally. Let's try and love uh, true lives, pure lives, inshallah. Tarbiyah of the children is so important. Uh, and lead by example, and then obviously the greatest weapon is dua. Continue making dua not only for our own uh, children, but for the uh, well, for the entire ummah. Jazakumullah khairan, Mulana, for your advices and your time. We really, really appreciate it and learn a lot. Uh, request your duas too. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Taqabbalallah minna wa minkum. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.